Uh, whoa, what's going on? Okay, never mind. I, I fucked it up, but I fixed it. It's fine. <laughs> it's a good start to 2019. It's a good no, start. You know what it's a great start for. Welcome to the Muppet Show. <laughs> <laughs> to another exciting year of the Bad County Funky Podcast. This is going to be issue number 171. And tonight we're traveling through time and space to talk about giant transforming robots and choosing your own adventures from the future. If you got that ending. Let's see who's joining us this week. Dave the Bearded Menace. Relax. Don't do it. Yeah. Doc Chris. I really like when we were Muppets. (laughs) <laughs> TV is Casey. You got the touch. Oh. <laughs> Jay's Mac. I feel like I've done this episode before. The back out himself, Sergio. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the best damn podcast in the world. Welcome to 2019. That sounds like the future because it is. it is. Thank you to everyone who listened in our past on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, everywhere you can download and listen to our podcast. Thank you to everyone who's uh, had um, a good, good holiday season. Everyone who's been coming into twitch.tv slash BadKittyFunky and Booster Greg streams, checking out his gameplay on twitch.tv slash Greg. Make sure to follow on his Twitter and on BadKittyFunky's Twitter and our Instagram and everywhere to make sure that you're in tune to everything <laughs> that we are talking about each and every week. Welcome to the show. Hey, and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten all of that business out of the way, gentlemen, let's roll out. Yeah. So we're talking Bumblebee first. You're walking up, you got your popcorns, you're thanking God Mark Wahlberg is not going to be in this movie that you're aware <laughs> of. Hey, speak for yourself. Hey, speak for yourself, guy, all right? What are you thinking? What are your impressions going into Bumblebee? Excited and cautious all at the same time. I was excited to see the G1-like designs in the trailer i'm like this is great yep. but i've been hurt before by this series and movie and by by other properties from the 80s as well turn movies oh yeah yeah, yeah big time yeah. all right it's almost like you're being attacked by your own childhood <laughs> <laughs> i go to therapy for that so not really but uh casey what were you thinking uh i when i saw this i actually got out of a double feature well i start it's the second half of a double feature i saw right after aquaman okay so Unlike everybody else on this goddamn show, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie to its complete end. <laughs> but I enjoyed uh, it too. So, I think I was the only one that, and me and Dave were the only ones that did not like that movie. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Whatever. You know Doesn't what? matter. It's fine. Fake so news. So I'm like, you know what? I just got out of a really amazing, really long movie. I'm hoping that this thing can keep my butt in the seat because I haven't done two movies back to back in a while. You haven't lived until you've done back to back movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Thanks, AMC. Hey. Can we pass A-list. I'm about it. <laughs> Promotion. So I, I think it kind of goes without saying that we're all cautious, right? We've seen the trailer. We like the trailer. But it's just like, man, I don't know. It's just like that, that PTSD sinks in. I'm just like, oh, but no. No, but this movie. But that movie. Ninja Turtles. Michael Bay. What's going on? What was the story of this movie 
So in this movie, uh, for those who aren't aware, because I had some questions about it, they're like, hey, is this like the seventh or eighth or something like that? Are we, where are we continuing with this one? Is it kind of looks like Bumblebee has a different form. Well, in this movie, Bumblebee, it is a prequel to the other Bay former movies. Now, it may be a jumping off point to a new series, but that's besides the point. So this movie takes place in the 80s before all the other Bayforms, before the Transformers, the Autobots came down. So in this movie, you have Haley Steinfeld, who plays 18-year-old Charlie. Uh, I figured her last name is called Charlie Day. So Charlie, Charlie Day. Day. <laughs> Charlie Day. <laughs> Charlie Watson. Charlie Watson. So, so cool Charlie name. just turned 18. And and what, 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 is, what does the kid want when they're 18? They want independence. They want to do their own thing. They want a car. They, they want a car. They don't want their dad to be dead anymore because of something that happened. Um, so <laughs> she, she works at this junk shop and she's just like, oh, hey, uh, old man, I'm here fixing cars. I see this old beetle over here. Can I take it? And the guy's like, sure, kid. It's happy birthday. <laughs> Sounded like Mickey Rourke from uh, Sin City. Right. Um, <laughs> she takes the car away uh, and tries to fix it up only to find that it is not what meets the eye. It's actually. Oh, you uh, might say it's more, more than, than meets the eye. It is actually more than meets the eye. TV's Casey. More. Make sure to follow on his Twitter. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually an Autobot. It's actually an alien being from a distant planet called Cybertron, Cybertron. in which a war, a civil war, is played out between two sides: the Autobots and Decepticons. And in order for the war to stop, in order for the Autobots to side of good to continue. They were sent off planet and scattered amongst the stars so they can survive. And the leader of them, Optimus Prime, sent Bumblebee down to Earth to protect it so they can establish a base somewhere else. Charlie Watson is now the friend of the beloved Bumblebee. And they go on this fantastic little story, this intimate story that I really like by Travis Knight, who's known for Kubo and the Six Strings, Two Strings? Um, he's known for family movies. He also produced on the Box Trolls, and he's more of a character developer type of director. Unlike Michael... I think he did Paranorman, too. He did Paranorman as well, another great well, family movie. A lot movie. of those so he like did not movies. direct those, though, if I'm not mistaken. He produced. He produced. Yeah, he produced, and he wrote for only... them. This is his second movie. Yeah. This is fucking crazy. Exactly. And, and, and you can see his hand in it because he loves these character-driven story plots, unlike Michael Bay, which is all about, well, we have this Explosions. big action stuff here. We'll splash some story in the middle. Who cares? Whatever. We're in for a big, exploding good time. The best you've ever seen, folks. Great. Um, but Travis Knight, you can see, he wanted to weave a very intimate story. And, and as the story goes along between Charlie and Bumblebee, it expands into more than a, fr a friendship. You can kind of get that, that that she wants him to be a part of like her family because she, she, she's missing someone in her family. And he's the only one that can kind of understand her without even speaking her language. It's a classic so. tale as old as time. Kid loses one parent, needs to replace the hole in the heart by that parent with a giant robot. I hate yeah. that it's it's Hogarth. <laughs> yes, I said that. Oh. Yeah, was it that? is one hundred percent Iron Giant. It's it's Iron Giant, and and the whole like boy and his dog. Story. They've actually cited the Iron Giant as an influence on this. Yeah, movie. you yeah, know what else they should have yeah. cited? Do you guys remember Short Circuit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnny yeah. Five. Yeah. Number five. Johnny Five is alive. Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos kick your face. Yes. The Locos kick your balls into outer space. <laughs> and forever listening at home, if she doesn't know that movie, she's too young for yep. you. Um, <laughs> Jeez. And also, this movie Noted. is E.T. It's yeah, it's E.T. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's E.T. Absolutely. You, 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 I mean, you, it was you, produced. It was also produced by Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. So of course that yes. was in there a little bit, which is kind of cool. And and I personally, I, I liked this movie. Uh, yeah. I went in, yeah. I went in, and went into it not knowing what it was. 
And then I came out liking it. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, all right, I see Michael Bay still on this, I guess, for the aesthetic and for the style. Yeah. But And the money, my he... dear boy. Yeah, the money. <laughs> yeah. And I'm uh, like, how much is he involved in this movie? But I like the 80s setting. Uh, the, the oh, man, like, I, I think... I think the actress, uh, she, pl- oh man, like she did a really good job carrying this movie. Can we, spin, not only this, that, can but we like- spin this back a little? Because I want to mm. touch on a point I think Dave is about to go right into. Uh, the first five minutes of this movie are the best scenes yes. of any yes. Transformers film. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Absolutely. We were just about to go into those G1. You're like, Casey, take it away. Opening shot, you get Optimus Prime, Ratchet, Wheeljack, RC, um, uh, who's he? Um, and more. Cliff Jumper. Yeah. Uh, Soundwave, Soundwave Shockwave, Ravage, uh, with classic, Ravage. Uh, the classic voice too. Oh, yeah, dude! When, as soon as I heard Soundwave, I screamed in the theaters like, "Oh no, Decepticons!" No, 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 fuck oh, that, dude, dude! God. As soon as it starts off and they're battling and it shows the G, I, I, I knew we were gonna see it fine, but I literally just stopped it. I just went, <gasps> and I didn't exhale until fucking like Bumblebee takes off and he's about to land on fucking Earth. That's like the, that's where I exhaled. I'm like, it's, oh my god, yeah. this is. This is our childhood. This is our. This is what we've been waiting for. This should have been the first. The actual movie. look of the Transformers, yes. not 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 the crazy bionicle looking ones from the Michael Bay yeah, movies, but those. like their G one actual look. That's how they look. Yes, it's not hard to do, and they did. And, you know, and the, you know, the we way know what it is move. though. Like why why they're able to do it? Not to cut you off quick, but I want to mm-hmm. say it really quick. If it wasn't for the fucking like MCU movies, we would not have had this because MCU movies made it made you made people see that you can make them look at the way they did in the comics or the cartoon, but it doesn't look like shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think also it's a, a tribute a lot of the uh, failure of the Michael Bay Transformer. They're just yeah. like this is not working. No one like we have big names in there like Anthony Hopkins. People just don't give a shit. This is not a good story. Obviously, yeah. the star power is not going. Let's look over at nope. Marvel. Let's look over at some of these other franchises and see Hellboy, they did. like classic Ron Perl- Perlman Hellboy, for example. See what they did right. Let's try to replicate that, and it works. Mm-hmm. I'm and pretty I like sure Charlie's the whole character. reason that uh, that John Cena's character was in this movie was John basically, Cena! basically <laughs> to shit on all the other movies. He basically was making fun of, oh, yeah. <laughs> of the other Transformers movies the entire well, time. Well, he was originally yeah, he was supposed to be the villain originally. And they, for whatever reason, they were just like, no, nah, you're not the villain anymore. You're just going to be like... Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be the big bad. And, and what I liked about John Cena was that um he... he his his character evolves throughout the movie. At first, he's really likable. He's trying to train like these troops. Yeah. He's like a pretty cool guy. And he goes, hey, look, your confidence killed your entire team. Not only you, but your whole team is now dead. And then he became like the classic 80s, like macho asshole. You know, like wouldn't listen to anybody. It's the bad guy no matter what. Blah, blah, blah. And then he redeemed himself at the end when he goes, soldier. And, you know, he salutes. And it's like yeah. his character goes through all these little changes, but he's still like the same guy. You don't see... He- a completely different character. You see, like a character in different viewpoints, basically. Yeah. He reminded me of Brad Pitt from Inglorious Bastards. Yes. <laughs> yes. Aldo Reigns. And I want my scalps. Aldo Reigns. I want my robot scalp. Did you guys, <laughs> did you guys see him do the uh, the the you can't see me thing in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Every time he looked at the camera, he just not. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I didn't see that. Wait, John Cena was in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, you couldn't see them. It was all the fatigues. But yeah, this this movie had a a great story. I thought like some of it could have been streamlined a little yeah. bit, but overall, I I definitely enjoyed it. And uh, Haley Steinfeld, like I said before, she did, like I, I didn't know her from anything. She was in except, I think Pitch Perfect ex- is where she had her big breakthrough. Yeah, she was. Ex- yeah. she was in Spider Verse. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, she was annoying as hell in Pitch Perfect. By the yeah, way, she was just not for great. The but she was, she was what, that song. She was Spider Gwen. Pitch Perfect Two in Spider Gwen. Yeah, oh she, she was Spider Gwen, yeah. but, but like a big like 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 a live action version. Like I can't see her in right. I mean, she, like, was, she wasn't in our world until really Spider Verse, right? Like like yeah, I, until she came into the geek. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that's, that's literally what happened. Like, it, this is like the year. In this is her geek year, geek. really. I yeah. I was sitting there. I was telling Emily about Bumblebee. I was like, oh, this actress is like. Hilly Seinfeld. I was like, I don't know if you know. She goes, Yeah, she was in Pitch Perfect. I was like, She was, and she's like, Yeah. Yep. I was like, Oh, so she's already in your world. I see. I'm the one who's behind <laughs> this. Conversation. Yo, Pitch Perfect is a great I know movie. How it's going on. <laughs> no, and no, no, no. She was in Pitch Perfect too. Let's be clear about this. Whoa, also, she was in Pitch Perfect three. and she was in three as well. And three. Yeah. However, I the entire this entire movie, I was like, please don't burst out singing. Please oh. don't burst out singing. <laughs> Not the tone that we're and then for. she did please for the end singing. credits. Yep. yep. She did. Wow. So guess they, what? They, they, and they had some good 80s songs. They did. Oh, yeah. They, they had a really, really good soundtrack. So, dude, let me ask you this, though. It. Is this getting overdone? This is like straight Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. Like, no, 80, I don't, you don't think, think so. Because so? good music is good music. I think it's getting overdone. Give me, give me more. Give me more. Give me I don't know. I, I think it's more. playing it safe. Like, like, there was no obviously, they're going to have that kind of soundtrack in a movie that takes place in the 80s. But it's definitely playing it real safe. Like, they, they really only have names that either the indie like hipster kids are going to really like or the big hits right there wasn't really mm. anything like well, I mean, wedding singer you can't have yes yeah. you can't have oh, lincoln park do this kill me, lincoln park no that's why i said that just so casey would sing <laughs> on and it dave did not cry at that interesting i'm still trying to get that to <laughs> Beautiful. go it's a new year greg mm. it's not going to happen greg <laughs> fuck you it's a new year so and you had your would, chance last episode and you missed it I would say that because of how Bumblebee actually communicates, that music was actually having an over-the-top soundtrack yeah. that is actually fits freaking perfectly, actually yeah. meshes pretty well with this movie. Uh, yeah. But yes, overall, taking throwback uh, playlists is definitely a current uh, modern movie trope. Yeah. And what I want, and one of the things I want, like, want to point out also is, in comparing to like the Michael Bay like Transformer movies, is that you actually care a lot about the human characters in this world. Yeah. Um, in the Michael Bay movies, you just want to see the Transformers, and that's it. You didn't give yeah. two fucks about what happened to Shia LaBeouf or anybody else. LaBeouf. But in this, you want to Stanley see them. Gigi. Who's Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. <laughs> but in this, you really want to see them like progress. <laughs> and the character Charlie is just... I, I liked her. I feel like she could have been a boy or girl, and it would have been the same fucking character. Uh, I don't know. She gets the brownie points for being a girl. Just for like being that like <laughs> that yeah. like badass like rocker chick. Yeah, like that, that's what totally I'm saying. She didn't, she, but she wasn't like the she wasn't like the typical like I need saving. Or no, I need no, this no. But she, she, she was the she typical was. like badass rocker chick, which I'm not saying is bad. Like I love, I love that character archetype. But that's what mm -hmm. it was. I mean, that's 100 percent what it was. She wasn't as like wrong. She wasn't as feminine as Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, she wasn't Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> You need you need to listen to that Shia LaBeouf song just to get that name stuck in your head. I have listened quiet, to it. Quiet, it's good. Um, <laughs> she she definitely had like a, a softer side to her. Usually, like if that like if that kind of character got made fun of, she would just punch her way out of the situation. And there was definitely a right, yeah, side exactly. in this for sure. But I I think that this actress was perfectly suited for this role. 
And, and what's funny too is that she's talking behind the scenes about how since she's not a child of the '80s, she's pretty young. Oh my god! She had to be ta- she had to be taught a couple different things. Like they had to show her how to use a walkman. It's so stupid. oh wow! I love it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. She was like, I had to be shown how to like do these certain things for the role. And ha- wow, I was like, weird. oh my god, you're so young. That's amazing. The things you don't think of when you're watching a movie like this. You're like, oh, you know, you press the yeah. play button. There's like, which one's the play button? <sighs> yeah, she's had to be shown how to use all that stuff, like uh, like like awesome. the hairstyles, yeah. like how you know, like the, the way way to dress, you know, like how people talk back then, all that stuff. Like like I love the scene where hmm. she's working at this. Like I love that it's it's like an eighties movie. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And and I love how cheesy it gets sometimes, and it's cheesy because it's an eighties teen movie at at one point. They like when she has never so going to give you up. Yeah, Dude, it's so good. Like, like I love what, like when she has that that crappy job in the pier. It's like that typical eighties movie. She has some crappy job. She's in some stupid geeky looking work <laughs> outfit, and she's looking over at the cool kids, like the pretty girls with their eighties hairstyles, and like and like and like the attractive dudes who are doing stuff. She's like, oh man, I wish I could be that. She walks over to them, and like Anthony like spills juice and stuff over like like the, the attractive guy, but, and, it, and all the girls are like, ew. <laughs> Serge, though, how that, dare you? That part time job paid for her college tuition. Just that one summer. I, yep. I, I thought <laughs> it was a shot. 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 an economy joke. <laughs> an economy joke. <laughs> That's great. That's terrible. But uh, I, I love that at one point, and I love like uh, when, when they walk away from her at that point, like they all get into their cool BMW, and the license plate says "You wish." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, come on, that's great." And like me, like the guy sitting next to me was like, "That's so, that's great." <laughs> like, get out of here. So, and, uh, uh, one thing I do really like about jokes like that in this movie, I felt like this movie, besides the other one, it like kind of gently handed you the appropriate amount of cheese instead yes. of cramming it down your throat yeah. like yes. Bay did. Yeah. I like the parents in this movie. The parents they were, were very real. fucking wrong. like you, 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 um, mm. you felt like frustration like she did of over the parents and what the mom would do and say yeah. and like the stepdad and all that stuff. They weren't like annoying at like the parents in the other like Michael Bay. Movies. Yes. I like how they didn't like they felt like real parents. Like you were actually watching oh, real yeah. parents trying to raise this kid. I like how they didn't yeah, try Pamela, to hide how um, short she was. Like there's a point where she's <laughs> next to her son. And I'm like, wow, you're tiny. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, uh, the mom played by uh, Pamela uh, Adler. I first saw her on the Louis C.K. show. <laughs> and uh, she and and like uh, what I like about her is that she's also a comedian, yeah. but she she can play these serious roles. And on yeah. Louis show, they had a story arc where he was kind of trying to date her, but kind of not. They kind of had like a hate love relationship or whatever. But like uh, I, I loved how in this movie, just like Dave said, they they these parents weren't caricatures. They weren't they weren't like there for humor. I mean, like the well, the, yeah, the stepdad guy kind of was, yeah, was he, off the chain. Just smile. He, he 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 was, but 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 at one point, like he was really like trying with uh, oh, yeah, with, yeah. with with Charlie. Yeah. But 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 the mom though, like I really loved loved how real she was and how she was just like she couldn't connect with her and she was trying to move on from you know like the the, the, the loss of her love and like you know the original dad. And and Charlie was just like not receptive to that at all, and she's like, "All right, well, you guys can move on with your day and pretend like like nothing has ever changed or whatever, not, but I'm gonna leave. I can't stand seeing you guys together." And the mom's just like, "What the hell? Like, come on, we're we're trying over here. Like, what are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm trying to live my life." G- g- runs away to Bumblebee. I'm like, "Oh my god, look at this movie." I love how like much of a piece of shit the little brother was, kind of like mm-hmm. being the youngest of three siblings. Yes, he, I relate. Even worse. Also, I love that he was doing karate in the eighties. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Cobra. Like, what else did you do in the '80s? You did fucking karate. That's all well, you really. Could we do. can't all be a Ralph Macchio. Come on. <laughs> I, I love how bad <laughs> of a liar Shikari. he was. Oh, atrocious. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, yeah, it was yeah. your sister. She has retired to a bed for the evening. She would thank you to not she disturb her. She must not be disturbed. Like, what? <laughs> Are you okay? Oh yes, an alibi. <laughs> what do you think about the strategy of using a specific transformer to help kind of 
in a sense, reboot and relaunch this franchise. It was a bold way to go. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there was another Transformer you could have done it with either. This is true. I agree. Yeah. Like, I think Bumblebee was probably like one of the be- better guys you could have gone with. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing, because Bumblebee... Because if you use Optimus, he would kind of be saturated because, like, it's mm-hmm. good to have Optimus in the movies, right. but if you have him as a main character too much, I think he would lose his well, gravitas. Like, he would lose, like, Like, his... cliff jump. And also that, also that, right. but, like, Bumblebee is, like, Bumblebee is the underdog. Right. He's always underdogs. He's the smallest of all the Autobots. He'll fight anybody. That's why he's my favorite fucking character. Like, doesn't matter what odd he's up against... He's gonna like come out no matter what, and it just makes it it makes a better story that we're following in, like two underdogs. We're following Bumblebee and we're following Charlie. Yeah, because yeah, like they're essentially the same. Like they're both underdogs, the same kind of character. They're both kind of just like out of their yeah. element right now and trying to get back into it as best. It's they not can. like and Venom. I'm a loser in my right. planet. But You're I, a loser I, on I, <laughs> that was together. dumb. So I'm not, I'm not saying like they take Bumblebee out of this movie and put another Transformer in. I'm saying like. You can have like a Optimus Prime movie that focuses maybe on right. like where we last left off on him. I, w- I mean, I kind of like the idea of one Transformer per one person and having them both grow as an individual. I would love to see a jazz yes. movie specifically because oh. he gets ripped apart. And I didn't really care. Yeah. I didn't really give a fuck that he died in the first one. So I'd love like yeah. you go back and you're like, oh, you're really going to like him. And we're just going to kill him. And that's just that. The other yeah. Autobots didn't really care that he died either in that movie, now that I, I think to, about it. To be fair, I don't think anyone knew who died in that movie with all that, like, true. At the same that. time, though, they did kind of retcon this a, a, a bit sure. because in the first Michael Bay movie, that's the first time Optimus lands on the planet. Yeah. Is it? It is, yeah. It or, is, yeah. yeah he leave is. and then come There's back. That too. According to, they made it seem like that was the first time he landed, and they didn't look like Autobots. They didn't look like they were parts of a vehicle. They just looked yeah, like just robots. Right. Yeah. At the time. So here's a question. Um, the climax of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we have Charlie uh, climbing to the top of the crane. Uh, for the record, I thought it was very nice of her to close the door behind her. <laughs> that was nice. Um, and, you know, she finally got her dive to go save the three-ton robot that's underwater. <laughs> Who then proceeded to hug her and hold it's her? It's the power of love under I the you would get water. That from music. It's the power of love. Yeah, even though he doesn't movies, breathe, and would have been fine. That was a weird shape of water. That was a weird like 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 the, the shape of water situation. I was just like, I, does, does she want to? She want to fuck Bumblebee? What the hell's yeah. going on here? I, I <laughs> thought for sure that's where we were going to lose Bumblebee, and that's where he was going to like wash up somewhere else, and that's where like the Shia LaBeouf stuff really kind of like t- takes place thirty years later. <laughs> Um, right. That would have been the perfect place, but I, the whole reason they introduced the fact that she was a diver that doesn't dive anymore was so that she could overcome that for that character. Oh that, yeah, that I was waiting for it the entire movie. Yeah, but like, but um, when she finally did it, it was literally after everything had already yeah. happened, and I went, "Now you're just showing up, bitch." <laughs> showing up, bitch. Yeah, with, with without a doubt, in this movie though, my, one of my favorite characters is Shatter, played by Angela Bassett. Oh, yes. Angela, motherfucking oh, Bassett, dude. Awesome. She, the queen, dude, yeah. the queen. Dude, Shatter and Dropkick were so like I love their 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 intro like they're they're Decepticons like out there trying to get the rebel scum yeah. pretty much like they were the Empire. I love how yeah. they were on the moon and the, and she just like 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 cut the cliff jumper in half. I was like, what? That's one of the OG Transformers. And like you see the shot from behind cutting in half. And he's like, I'm getting a signal. And Angela Bassett like said she wanted to play that role as seriously as possible because she knows how big the franchise mm-hmm. is. Um, like people in her family love Transformers and she delivered, oh, yeah. dude. Yes, she like, did. Like that first scene that everyone sees in a trailer where I, and I love that, that 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 they're triple transformers too like that's so fucking yeah. cool 
Like, oh my god. Like, they have the regular robot form, they transform into cars, and they transform into aerial vehicles. But they need the car to transition between the two of them each time. (laughs) Yeah, like, they do it, like, every time. It's so good. Like, when they first come up to to, to, uh, uh, Section 7 and John Cena's character, and they they, they come down from their flying vehicles into cars and then into themselves, I was like, yeah, that's so so dude. And on the big screen, that's so dope I love how they're like, they don't even try to say that they're Autobots and he's a Decepticon. They're like, we're Decepticons. And later, John Cena was just like, we gotta trust these guys. Their fucking names are Decepticons. They're literally called Decepticons. Yeah. I Does love that, that reason moment fucking anybody? Movie? Yeah. And then, and then of like, course, what's called wor- Decepticons. What could possibly be worse than a giant evil robot called the Decepticon? Decepticon. The Russians. <laughs> oh Decepticons. He's like, they're literally called. Does that not raise a red flag to anyone? He's like, they're getting into our system. We're giving them too much. And then you have like the, the like the, the the like the generic like colonels just like mm, we let them have what they want for now, and then I'll give you permission to hunt them down. John Cena's like, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> and like going back, to, going back to Angela Bassett, like being in this, what made her? And keep in mind, it's just her. Vo- I mean, granted, we have the visual like the, the Decepticon in front of us, yeah. But her voice was so oh, good yeah, in this. Absolutely, it was. She so was commanding. much more intimidating than than the than the, than the I, other I guy. Had, like, yeah, like, I was scared every time she was, was on like screen. Shades of like what Black Arachnia, like I remember her being in Beast Wars, like Ooh. just conniving and evil and just like. She's out. She's going to complete her goddamn mission. And if you're in the way, you're dead. Yeah. Like, it was, <laughs> I was wonderful. I, I looked up late. I, I didn't like realize the way that they was her until afterwards. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She had such a great um, role, yeah. man. Fuck. Why, why was Colin Powell in this movie? <laughs> and then he got vaporized. <laughs> there is an executive military yeah. man named Powell. Friend Powell. With oh, silver hair yeah. and the goddamn glasses. Yeah. I yes. literally thought he was supposed to be Colin Powell the entire time. And then they yeah. obliterated him. Did you guys him, see uh, went, John Turturro's hmm. character in there? Because uh, well, he like, like, he's bought- younger, right? So it's not played by John Turturro. Yeah. But they said, I can't remember his last oh. name, but they said the last name. And then it's just like, oh, that's supposed to be him when he was first in the military. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the, only, the only character I really had a problem with was the dude. Yeah. Now I have no idea what they're Nemo? doing with this. I'm, I wonder. Uh, yeah, Mimo, Mimo, Mimo. I wonder if it's a whole like like gender reversal thing because yeah. like uh, typically in Hollywood movies, the woman is a damsel in distress. She doesn't really do that much up until the recent generation of movies where they're putting women in the forefront. Right. Now, now if you look at his character, he's weak. He doesn't really know what to do. He needs saving, and he's very inept, like, like embarrassingly inept. Like there, like uh, there's a part of the movie where where John Cena is coming for. Bumblebee and they're in this uh this 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 like warehouse thing and, and he's coming up and he's like there's a door in my way blow it down <laughs> and then and then Mimo Nemo guys just like don't worry I'll hold them off you guys run ahead and then he just like walks out in the middle of the street and all these cars are coming towards him he puts his hand out and then they just drive past him and he's like oh that didn't work and then it cuts to the next scene I was like what are they doing with this character and he's always trying to like either bang Charlie or date her or something like that or it, it was just really off-putting. I was like, huh. He's definitely it- one of those characters that if he was... And I agree. Like, he's probably the only character that didn't really have too much substance. If he wasn't in this movie, it'd be the same yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. It'd be the same movie. Yeah, exactly. yeah and, he, and- he didn't progress it. He didn't really do anything at all. He was just there to be the... The love interest, I yeah. guess, you Which know, is but odd. really so do much. I wonder if 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 the studio was just like, all right, you need to have a love interest in the movie. You have a main female character, and I wonder if Travis Knight in production were just like, 
no, we don't need that. Because you know how studios always interject something weird into yes. movie and, and something that doesn't fit. I, and Normally, I agree. I agree. They probably they probably did in a way where it's like, let's put this character that doesn't affect anything we've I done mean, whatsoever. I yeah. would disagree. I believe that character was put in to give someone Charlie to actually bounce off of. Because otherwise, all the scenes with Charlie is a one way conversation that she has in there. So they needed. Uh, so it wasn't nah. necessarily to, not not necessarily to drive the plot along, but give her someone else to interact with besides a robot. Can't you could have had her brother be that, give anything that back. character. Exactly. I was going to say that. Her brother could have been that same But character. then he couldn't have been annoying at the end. <laughs> he still could. <laughs> we just, we just but, but, have yeah, that but, awesome scene where, where Mimo rides up on a bike like two minutes too late. And it's just like, cool. I'm you here. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> because cause, cause normally movies where, where things don't make sense you find out it was the studio later on that made that call yeah. and you're like oh that 100% explains why so I, I'm, I mean I think because like that character was Bumblebee like she bounced off of him and that was the whole intimate conversation I mean I guess I can see it where they always put in a character that's supposed to be us the audience but that was already Charlie yeah yeah, you know, she was she was already she already had like a big well wide version of like oh I don't like what, what like what is this thing like what are you and she's learning about him as we're learning about him um, and, and she's interacting him, with him how, how we would interact with Bumblebee if we were in that situation. So you don't need a secondary character who's also the audience, who also needs to bounce off of her. I don't know. It was, it was like two redundant muggles. Like, why would you put like two normies together in the forefront? And he didn't serve any purpose. Yeah. So I think the studio put him in there as like, oh, we need a love interest thing because we have a main female character. And people are going to ask like, oh, does she get into a relationship? Because uh, around around uh, a San Diego Comic-Con time, there was, I forget which outlet this was, but there was this, oh God, there was this really bad interviewer who the first question she asked, um, <laughs> first question she asked to the main actress to, uh, what's her name? Do you Hill get Steinfeld. the kissing, boys? Yeah, it was the first question. And like, and like, there was a press junkie that was going on all day. Everyone was uploading all their videos, all, all these smaller outlets, bigger outlets. And they had all these actual questions. And the first thing, this outlet, I forget their name. The first question they asked was like, oh, do you do you have a love interest in this movie? And I'm like, come on. Who is this? Who is yeah, this lady? It was yeah, from CW Magazine. Nobody gives a made out of car parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I was, how he was supposed to be the size he was meant to be like from the cartoons like he's like he's so bigger than us but not too much bigger like in the michael bay movies he was kind of he was massive comparatively speaking this one he was massive perfect size for what he's supposed to be yeah he was huge in those movies yeah Yeah. Yeah. uh moving right along another blast from the 80s era we have uh black mirror also starting with b still starting with b uh, we have Black Mirror coming out, uh, came out rather, with a new entry into the into their series. This one called Bandersnatch. Now, Bandersnatch. Uh, Casey, why don't you tell us a little bit about Bandersnatch and the story? So it's about a comp- a budding teenage computer programmer who gets he's developing a game based on his favorite choose your own adventure book series, um, and he's got his own kind of tragic past. His mom was killed in a tragic train accident he's got sort of a toxic masculinity driven father who's a little overbearing and controlling with his son to say the least um say the least he sees a therapist he's on medication so he's kind of a really troubled but but gifted kid who's drifted who he's he's really dedicated to the task on making this game uh he gets to meet his hero colin a sort of famous game programmer back in the this takes place in the 80s so it's in like the commodore 64 
Atari era of gaming, like yeah. pre pre Nintendo, so the games look like fucking garbage. <laughs> and there's not a lot more Jeez, than a Casey. stick and a Jeez, button. Casey. What? Fuck it's you. true. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they yeah, do look like garbage. They're not the prettiest. Yeah, the, like, but they did what they could, man. Yeah. They did what they could. The, yeah, they're pioneers back, man. Pioneers, man. Yeah. Poorly. Well, they're they're pi- anyway. So, they're the the guy who's running the company is your typical '80s ponytail fucking my bonitis <laughs> businessman. Bonitis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, and he's try he gets him on board and he's trying to rush it through development. But then we kind of get control of his character, yeah, and we send yeah. him spiraling. Through many, many bad ends. All because in you fact, chose Frosted Flakes, you son of a bitch. Oh, no. Yeah, I, chose, I chose the Puffs, dog. Oh, we chose Frosted Flakes. Oh, I chose Frosties. Yeah, Frosties. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frosty Sugar buddies. Puffs. Mm. Yeah. Um, wait, wait. Who, 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 who else chose that cereal? Who else chose it? I chose, I chose Frosties, Frosties, too. I, I chose Frosties the first time, then I chose the Puffs the second yeah. time. I puffed. Yeah. Puffs. Damn. Wow, this it's, it's split perfectly in half, like three and three. Chose Frosties at first. Yeah, and chose but the other you one. know Frosties. I've never yeah. had puffs before. Anyway, right. there, there's an outrageous amount of choices, and a lot of them lead down pretty tragic paths for him. That his game ends up mediocre or unfinished, or you know. But then it gets worse. Like people end up dead, and he ends up dead, <sighs> and there's dogs digging up bodies, and <laughs> um, digging up a body. They advertise this with something like a trillion possible paths, but I don't think, I don't think that's so. actually true. Yeah, no, it, it definitely was more not, guided yeah. than yeah. you anticipate. Um, and and it it forces you into loops as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so I watched it only once, and I watched it with Emily. Right. So the the whole point was I was like, we're gonna make these decisions together. Now I've told everyone how she watches movies at home and is on. Now her you're phone. getting a divorce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I ended up making like five choices and she was none the wiser until she looked it up. She goes, oh, it's a choice. And they only give you 10 seconds to make a choice anyway. So there's no real discussion. Wait, wait, wait. How did she not realize that you were making choices when it's literally on the screen? She's looking at her phone. She wasn't paying attention. She was looking at her phone. Oh, gotcha. And and if you kind of, if you really, they they do the whole telltale thing too, where they like stall while you're making the choice and there's just non-nonsensical like... Except there's no dot 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 answer. I wish there was. I know you wish there was. Just say nothing. Mr. Silent fucking Batman. Choose nothing. Make no decisions. (laughs) Um, So we ended up getting to a point where, and it was right in the beginning, where he's like, "Oh, do you want to? Do you want to make the game with us? And like, you have all this money and stuff. It has to be out by this time." And we said yes. And they're like, "Up too fucking bad. You made the wrong choice." Go back all yeah. over yeah. again. And I was like, yeah. that's not how you should be crafting this story. The first major <laughs> choice is kept no. choosing that. I kept choosing so, yes. Really? Like over and over. Oh, yeah, for like 20 <laughs> minutes just to see if something else happened. Because it's fucking Black Mirror. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. if yeah. you choose it enough, it's going to change, right? No. It well, here's didn't. the deal. Here's the deal with that is if you read the actual choose your own adventure books, like you you know that there were certain things that lead you down a certain path. Right. So, what this was trying to teach you is that what you think is the correct path is not the correct path because that was the very first decision that was like obviously a large decision mm, yeah so right. they basically are like hey you know how you'd usually choose yeah no fuck but, that. but do the opposite yeah, I, I can tell you from this from her standpoint she lost interest after that happened because right there she was confused wow. she was like, Wait a minute, what's going on and i was like oh we well, fucked up the- we gotta do it over again and it's just kind of like i don't do that over and then you don't you well that's the thing like jen, oh, no. jen, jen and i actually jen and i talked yeah. about this um i so for me i saw it as the first game me and my wife got to play together and it was amazing yeah. um so that's how i looked at it 
And she liked it, but she pointed out, she's like, you know, for people who never read these books or never play these types of games, they're going to hate it. And they just want you to tell them the story, spoon feed them yeah. the story. <laughs> um, one of her friends, she knew he would fucking hate it. Cause he's, he's that guy. He's like, give me sports. Give me this blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he sure enough fucking hated it. He's like, this is stupid. Just tell me the story. I don't want to, I don't want to play a game. Tell me the story. And that's exactly who in a way don't like this movie. People like us love it. Other like the, the muggles. I would don't. say I love they hate it. it. Yeah, I wouldn't say, say that. So well, I had fun. So here's a yeah. question um, that I'm curious about. Um, how long was it before you allowed him to tell the therapist about his mom? Oh, I, I did it right away. Me too. Yeah, likewise. Oh, I, I immediately was like, I am not interested. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I didn't tell her right I'm, away. I waited. I literally waited until I there was no other choice. I I pushed it off until I think the th- it was either the third or fourth time around. Um, reset. That goes around. Uh, eventually, it didn't give me another choice, and I had to. I had no yeah. choice but to ask about about it. Press F which to confront your personal demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which basically <laughs> makes me. Which was the re- the moment I went. Okay, so clearly the story doesn't actually progress until like to the actual ending that they want mm-hmm. you to go until you there's hit a, this, which makes me think that I hit a term other, for um, that. What's that called, please. Casey? Uh... Oh come on! You're you're killing me here. Illusion of choice. Oh yeah. It's like when you go follow Colin and he's like, "Oh, you want to take drugs?" And Emily was like, "No, just say no." I was like, "All right, we're not doing drugs." And he's like, "You're doing drugs anyways." Yeah. 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 it in your coffee. (laughs) And then he tells you that you have the illusion of choice, and he's like explaining. He's like, "Yeah, somebody else could be." controlling you and i'm like oh my god i'm fucking controlling him yeah <laughs> i thought you were gonna talk about like doing retcons like retroactive continuity which is weirdly in this movie also yeah yeah yeah, it yeah. it's a part of it yeah and 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 but what i really liked about this it's like it's first of its kind thing to the masses you know and and i liked the overall story of it all of this guy like trying to really bust out this game based on this beloved thing uh from from his mom who's no longer with him and uh, the thing about it is, I love how it spirals. It absolutely spirals down into madness, and he as he gets mad. This Bandersnatch thing is, for all intents and purposes, cursed because the yep. original creator of the book went mad, and they talked about how he killed his wife. And then here he is going mad. He's trying to create this game based on the book, make all these choices. It's really hard. He goes into this uh, this company to try to pitch it, and he meets this like prodigy who makes all these amazing video games that he's played from that day. And the guy's just like, "Oh, this is pretty neat." Um, and then he, and then you know, you opt to kind of like either either like work there or refuse. But either way, you end up working on the game. And I love that you spiral into this thing of madness. So he starts putting the game together, and he starts putting these paths together too. And certain paths wouldn't work, and certain ones would. And along the way, you make these amazing choices. What I really, really like about this whole thing is the part where, and I like, I went nuts about this, and I thought it was really damn cool. I didn't think they're gonna do this at all. The part where he starts getting really crazy, and things aren't working for yeah. him, and he kind of feels like something is controlling him. Yes. And 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 there's an Give option in sign. here. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen. Spoilers of all spoilers, and I went crazy. And I thought this was really yeah. damn cool. There's an option to choose. He's like, he's like, give me a sign. I know somebody is is putting me down this path, and you can choose. Well, Netflix. so here, here's the yeah. thing about yep. you here's can the thing say about that. Netflix. That on my first playthrough, well, I so I did like one and a half playthroughs. That was not an option. It was yeah, really. It was, an option. it was the low. It was Whoa. the logo, the branching out logo, and it was Pax. Yes. 
That was so, yeah. how did you get yeah. that on so your first huh. pass. Uh, Dude, I, I, pass. I got it on my first so pass. I, yeah, I got it on my first pass. I, too. I got it on so like you I completed that like story or whatever. And then it was like it was weird. This is this is where like it loses me because I wasn't enjoying it up until there. This is where it lost me. I went through and it was like, oh, do you want to like kill your dad or not or whatever? And I was like, yeah, yeah. it's not. That or was not gnarly. Him, it's fine. And then it just all of a sudden it cuts and it shows me two TV screens and you can go back to this yeah. point or this point. And I was like, yep. but where's my ending? Oh, like that's not right. an ending. So that was the ending. Yeah. I, and, when that happens, that like the, the, that is a bit jarring. But but go back to, to the Netflix right. thing. I went I went nuts, dude. And I thought it was really cool because like the, then his screen starts going off on like not, like like Netflix. I'm watching you. Blah, blah, blah. And, he's, and of course he's like. He's like, I don't know what that means. He's like, can you make sense? And it's just like, it's a streaming platform in the 21st century. Yeah. Like, I'm watching you making these decisions, and it's just like, what? So and he goes weird. to his, and he goes to his therapist, and he's just like, oh, the kung fu fighting. I, yeah, uh. he's like, he's like, apparently, like, where, where, where to go, Dave? To bust the fucking nut. So, <laughs> no so, <shit>. and, <laughs> it's called building up anticipation, Dave. Jesus Christ. Take anyway, go on. Um, so anyway, he goes to 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 his therapist, and he's like, "Yeah, so these this thing from the 21st century is called Netflix." And she's like, "Okay, let me get this straight. Let's put this together. Okay, this is for someone's entertainment from the future. All right, then why aren't you in a more entertaining setting?" And he's and he's like, "What do you mean? Go on. Well, you're in an ordinary room talking to an ordinary woman." Wouldn't you want some something more entertaining? More and the action. options are yes. or action, and the options are yes or fuck yeah. And I'm like, what's fuck yeah? And then he throws coffee in her face. She jumps back. She gets out these batons, these tonfas, and she's like, let's go. And it's like, fight her or jump out the window. I was like, <laughs> fight her, fight her, let's yeah. go. <laughs> and then it turns into an action movie. I was like, Holy and then your dad and comes in. And his dad comes in. Dad comes in and it's like it's like all these like crazy cuts of an action movie that kills his dad. Again. I was like, what is this? Did any of you guys like at that when you did the second playthrough? Did you guys any of you guys pick jump out the window? Yes. No. Yep. Yes, that was trippy too. Yes, that was real trippy. And in true Black Mirror fashion, the character is still in character. He's still in his story while we're pulled. He's out. too deep so in his method acting. Dude, like she, like the like, yeah, it cuts out to this huge stage, and he's like, "What? What is this?" And, she, and the, the producer's like, "You're not supposed to jump out the window," and and they're calling by his like, oh, by his weird. his real name, and he's like, "No, I'm Stefan." He's like, "Okay, I think we need the medic over here," and he's just <laughs> yep. like looking around, like, "What the hell?" Dude, All of a sudden, weird. they pull. I'm like, "Yo, that's true, Black that's Mirror." Crazy. Like, I was yep. like, "Yo, this is so crazy." This like this TV, this episode or whatever you want to call it, this movie, what have you, is like such. A Metal Gear Solid trippy fucking like yeah. <laughs> side thing, you know, like it just takes that weird route. Um, the weird thing though is that do you guys think that the original like author for Bandersnatch is his father and like he is that orphan who got subjected to like government testing and everything like that? Because that was another path, right? Possible ending, yeah. Is, yeah. is that like his mother was an actor? His dad is like a scientist or whatever, and he's feeding him LSD, yeah. and he's like telling him like, "Oh, your brother was killed the crash. Like, this is what happened, and it's just fucking. It's the pack, right? right. It's the- I, I, I think you're. Right. I think that's that's what actually happened because it was so cool to go down a certain path and see that like his childhood was on a yeah. stage, yeah, on yeah, a soundstage, oh. and his mom was like, "Dear, that, that that room, and when she backs out and you see it's like a set, it's like yeah. whoa." Yeah. Crazy government experiment thing with LSD and all this. I was did, like, "Wow!" Did what any of you guys it? see Colin again after the whole LSD thing where he jumps? Yeah. Yes. 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 Only one other time. Yeah. What, what? Oh, also, I saw him three that, other times. Wow. That that whole scene was really dark. Yeah. That was yeah. a well, really dark scene because he was first. talking about all this government conspiracy theory stuff, and he's just he's like, "Oh, they're controlling us, blah blah blah, whatever, whatnot." And he's just like, "One of us is gonna jump. Which one?" And a lot of it was just like either you or Colin. And I was like, "You motherfucker." <laughs> 
<laughs> You're drunk. Enough. I'm not drunk. And he jumps off. Oh, I yeah, and he's first. just like, and he's just like, all right, I'll see you in the next life. And I was like, whoa. So that that, wait, hold on, that was really dark because I know someone who actually committed suicide whose whose who's last words were, "I'll see you, motherfuckers, Damn. later." Oh wow, that's so that was crazy. really that was really dark for me when I was, I was just like, oh Jesus Christ, um, that took a that took a turn. That's crazy. So when I I picked jump first for him, and like it blanks out, and I think that that ends it for you. It gives you the option to just stop. Yep. Right. It'll give you like the, oh, continue on and do this. Or it'll have like another TV with like the credits rolling. And right. I picked like go back and do it over again. But I'm pretty sure that's like the first point where you can just stop because it tells you like, oh, your game sales are like five out of five stars. Yeah. Like the kid's like, oh, it's great. This is great. This is great. He killed himself. But this is also great. Uh, no, no, no. When he kills himself, that's not when he kills himself. He doesn't get the five stars in the game. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're yep. right. Yeah, he doesn't. They just they like, they, what the kid says is they um, rushed it. They yep. rush it. feels like right. someone else did this game, 2. blah, blah, blah. It's like 2.5. That's right. But um, no, it's super crazy, man, when they when they take the LSD and like Colin's eyes are like dripping out of yeah. his head. And then like yes. he just fixes his glasses and puts back. You're like, oh, my God. And like it was really cool to watch like all like the petals like from the flowers just start like moving and everything like that. I'm like, oh, Jesus that was dope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just jumps and it's in first person and like it just goes black, you know, and you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, that's what happens. It's first person. and It's black when you jump. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then so you see it from oh. his point of view, it. and he wakes yep. up like it's a nightmare. Oh, like shit. you jump, and you just see it from his point of view, like like first person view, like falling to the yeah, ground. Yeah, that was a lot of me to... black. Oh shit! Yeah, That's it's so fucked. I felt nothing. So it's dope. I'm trying to remember what path it is, but when you make uh, when you make Colin jump and you go back to like the beginning, beginning, when he meets him at the um, at the software company, Colin goes, "Hey." I know you. Oh, yeah. I thought I'd see you again. That first yeah. fucking scene. Yeah. L- what was up like with that? The, so that's the, the, the I want I guess, the perfect or imperfect ending, whatever you want to call it, or like the cursed ending. But like, I forgot what path makes you do that. But he says it. I'll see you later. Then you come back. Oh, I told you I'd see you again. Yeah. It's like, I've never met you before. Mm. And then it leads it to like the whole like five star like rating and shit mm. like that. Yeah, and and and, the, and the, the, there was there was another path where uh, where when you first meet Colin again for for the second time or whatever whatnot, like you 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 call what's going on, you know? He's like, oh, that's your game, uh, whatever. And he's like, yeah. How did you know that? Oh, I don't know. And and, and and then when they get into the boardroom, Colin says something uh, akin to what uh, Stefan said the first. Yeah, so time. what Stefan said the first time. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, the, bu- the buffering error. Where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a buffering yep. error, and then Colin said something that made it seem like he knew who Stefan was. I was like, "Wait a minute, we yep. this is interesting." Like, he says it like he says something about Bandersnatch. He's like, "Oh, the book written by so and so and Stefan." Yes, like, yeah. How'd you? Because he didn't know, know that. It, yeah, yeah. Because Colin didn't know that at first. Yeah, that was it. Yep. Yeah, and then and then Stefan was like, "Wait, what?" But he didn't. <laughs> I was like, "What is this crazy?" I love how mad this whole thing is. It's insane. And, the, and again, the illusion of choice is there. Like the difference between the difference between yeah and fuck yeah at the kung fu fighting scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No difference. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Doesn't matter what you choose. It's still the same fucking thing. Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> or the same thing with like the puffs and like the uh, the Kellogg's or like the music you play. Or buying like, the, the music album. really just changes the soundtrack and that's it. Yeah. Mm. Did anyone ever try to like rewind? I've I've done every ending. Yeah. No, like like literally yeah. rewind in the middle of the episode. Just be like, I don't like that choice and go back. Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you can't do it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. I, I tried. <laughs> what was super weird was... uh trying to play this on an apple tv at first which isn't allowed and And you can't make the selection and it just goes like it goes through every black mirror episode where somebody says sorry and they're like oh sorry 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 and then it's like oh in order to watch this and it's like in total black mirror fashion like total weird like 
yep. customer support. Like, you have to do this and do that. And then they send you an email. Which is fucking crazy. <laughs> I just, so, what? Yeah. yeah. So I didn't realize that. I was just like, I thought it was a joke <laughs> at first. And I was like, I'm just going to keep on playing this because clearly this is Black Mirror. They're fucking with me right now. And then I went into my email like later that night and I had like 10 emails from Netflix. That was just <laughs> like, oh, you need to do this. You can't do this on Apple TV or Chromecast. You have to do it on this thing or this thing or this thing. Why? Well, why well so the TV Apple TV remote like, doesn't have a way to select because when you're watching Netflix, the touchpad mm-hmm. is either fast forward or wind. And when you click it in, oh. it pauses it. Right. Oh. So like I was able to watch it with my cable box, for example, that has Netflix capabilities, and I can use the remote on that. You can do ah. it on a PlayStation or on an Xbox, like probably a Blu-ray player, I would assume. It's just mm-hmm. the way that remote is configured is like and I was really bummed because like I was sitting there in bed with all my snacks ready to go, like, let's do this. <sighs> and it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> we, we ended up watching like Fucking Ooh, something. Yeah. Oh, we watched um, Home uh, Homecoming, which I give a thumbs up. Oh, nice. But anyways, nice. yeah. So nice. um, that was really kind of a bummer. But yeah, it was interesting that they send you an email after. Yeah, it's just really creepy. It's like, who checks their email right after? Yeah. I did. It was weird. weird. Like, it just all, all of a sudden, like, forced you to do it. But they're like, yeah, you can partner yourself up with a Netflix representative to find out how to best watch this, like, this feature. And you're just <laughs> like, what? What who has time for that shit? Who has time yeah, for that? I don't know. That's so, so cool. It's so crazy. Uh, ultimately, uh, did you guys like this? We'll go right down the list. Did you guys like this episode or not? Did it work for you? Uh, we'll start with Serge. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, are they doing more like this or are they going to come out with like an actual season? Because this was all intended the purposes of a movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like, I thought it was really creative. Um, I thought I wasn't going to like doing their choices at first because I was just like, you know, I kind of just want to watch this thing, not interact. But I did. But eventually I was just like, oh, yeah, let me see what, what else this thing can do. And even though it was it was kind of guided, I, I really found myself enjoying picking the different options just to see different mm. things. And I thought it was really cool. And I was just like, it, it's especially that whole like, like like fight scene where it's just like, yeah, or fuck you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, fucking fight yeah. that bitch. Let's go. Um, for me, I, it didn't ultimately work for me. I think every choice should lead to something. And I, although I do understand like the first choice, if you do it wrong, it's teaching you a lesson. When I actually got to the end and it wasn't an ending, it made me go back and choose something else, just took me out of it. The acting was great. The effects mm. were great. The uh, story yeah. that they were trying Music to tell was great. was great. Me having played a lot of Telltale games, I think it missed the mark for me completely. Mm. Um, Fair. Casey. Fair. Uh, I love this. I love uh, interactive, immersive storytelling. Um, you know, uh, like a Telltale game, but with live action people in a film. Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember those old like board games you could play mm. where you popped in a Gargoyles VHS <gasps> and you had oh to, my God. You had to rewind and go forward. Like that was awesome. I forgot about those. And they haven't done anything like that since I was a kid. You know, out, right. I mean, outside of video games, but, um, God, this just brought me back. Like, everything about this was a nostalgia trip. Um, yeah. Even though I wasn't even born in the 80s. It's so just like, what the hell? <laughs> right? Uh, relax, relax. But yeah, um, do it was just a trip. I loved it. There's a, there's a playable version of Nosedive. I know that. It appears. I heard of that, yeah. Yeah. That's but you have to, like, actually convert it to a Commodore tape. Because it's a dot tap. Like the wait oh a minute. Oh There's a whole fake website. All the other games at Tucker Soft are themed after other Black oh, Mirror shit. episodes. And of course, and I just found this out too on the website. There's the social rating system from the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Nosedive. That's the yeah. thing that actually nice. exists. That's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
I just dawned on me that Colin's game is about jumping out of a window, Ooh. and that's what exactly what oh. he did. Yeah. Shit. I'm left Holy six steps shit. Behind. Standing before right, you open up Boom. the dirty window. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I spent the time to get every single ending I possibly could. Um, it says it's an hour 30 minutes, but it's really close to four and a half hours if you really try hard. Um, I loved it. I thought it was fun. It was like the first game my wife and I got to play together and she enjoyed it. It was a good, good old time. Um, and I want to see more. I want to do this again, Jason. So I really did enjoy this. Um, I had a good time selecting and like finding out like all the different avenues that you could take. But I want to see just like a vanilla Black Mirror season as well. Like I don't want this to replace what they've done yeah, in the past either. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel okay. like they can do this once a year and it would be fun. It would be a good like beginning of the year kind of like, you know, welcome to oh, yeah. 2020. This is how weird shit's going to be. Part of me feels <laughs> like this is, a, this is like an echo of the Christmas special they did, yeah. the John Hamm episode. Yeah. yeah. So oh, like you get yeah. one movie length one and then they'll go back to doing another series. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like a great formula to have, you know, but um, I don't want to see this like kind of take over because then it's going to just become tiring for everybody and it's going to fall off. You know, yeah. I think that if they have more creepy episodes just straight up, like that's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we all know how successful Telltale was and how much those games took off. And hey, the finale is <laughs> coming later this year, man. You don't know how bad it'll be. <laughs> Yeah, but, but but I think this this format especially worked because it was black. Right, Mirror. like think right, about yeah. if they were if they're trying to do like a traditional like medieval like Lord of the Rings sure, kind sure. of oh yeah hell no theme thing, and, and I don't think it would work. But because Black Mirror is so trippy and Twilight Zoney, I think you want to keep getting further down the rabbit hole because you know something awfully weird. Uh, is yeah, I, I think it, yeah. it's like you know strange, it's really meta, and for Black Mirror that just fucking works. I they shouldn't do this again. This yes. should be a one off, and that's it. They, you know, they can't do it again because the whole right. point of this and kind of what took me out, I was at was about it, um, was the whole point of it was to mess with your sense of reality and your sense of control. So they've kind of already done that in this format. I would have rather there have been a story that wasn't like so self-referential, mm. if you will. Mm. Um, but I mean, it was all right. It was interesting. Okay. The one part that creeped me out about this whole thing was when it says you can choose Netflix and then explain further. For a brief moment before I says chose explained further, I thought like I'd choose it, and then the camera on my iPad would activate, oh. you know, and it'd just be showing like I somehow find a way to show my face on the fucking like his like computer screen. Like <laughs> I would, if they would have done it. that, I'd be like, fuck, like yeah, just break the smash, yeah. fuck this smash shit. your I'd monitor. Yeah, there, there, there is a, a creepy pasta that's kind of like that, where, where, where this kid uh, has a great group of friends, and, and anyway, people like share different Netflix accounts. So he turns on his Netflix one day, and he sees like, oh, he's like, watching um, himself. Yeah, yeah, where he sees like he sees like like a movie title, but like it's one of his friends' names, and he hits he hits it, and it's like a, a camera in his friend's room looking at him. Oh. But the way the camera's situated, it's it's like right by his friend's like wall, like as if right by behind me, there's a camera right here, but here's here, there's a screen, you know. So he calls his friend up. He's like, hey, do you, like you, you're on Netflix. What are you doing? He's like, there's like there's a camera. He's like he's like, what do you mean there's a camera? There's a camera in your room. Like, when'd you do that? He's like, there's not. He goes, turn around. Then he's gonna look up, look up. Yeah, you're looking right at the camera, and he's like, dude, there's nothing there. And it's just like, what the fuck? And then, like, his other friends started showing up on Netflix too, like that. And he would call his friends, like, hey, there's like, and the camera at one point, one of his friends started moving and moving towards him. He was like, hey, turn around, look, look, look in front of you. And he was just like, what? He's like, there's a camera coming towards you. He's like, there's nothing. And all of a sudden, his friend gets like killed. And like, it's this really interesting thing where in the end of the copy pasta, 
it's, it's, it's like this creature, this like autonomous creature that shows up in his house because he sees himself on on Netflix. Like he's he's driving somewhere and he's looking at a thing and he sees like a camera in the back seat. He turns around, there's nothing there, but he can kind of see like a fate like red ring. Like anyway, anyway like long story short, it's really creepy. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> isn't that for, the plot of twenty eighteen's unfriended the dark web? I don't think anyone ever thought of it. But, uh, but but yeah, like, for a moment, like I thought that was going to happen too. Until like explained further, and I thought it would either like like call the person on the account, and then your phone <laughs> ring, or it would send you oh an email for, for like a Skype link or something like that. And I was just like, interesting. So I was actually staring at my phone, and I was just like, and I hit it, and I, and I was looking at my phone, like if if it rang, and it and it and my phone did ring because it was delivery, and uh, <laughs> and it creeped the hell out of me. I was just like. Ah! <laughs> God, if only, God damn it, Serge. If only I had known that. I would have called him like, Serge, why are you on my fucking iPad? <laughs> <laughs> why are you on my iPad, Serge? Dude, it's so crazy. Look here, right. There's a camera right there. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> start screaming. Boulevard Gaming just goes, isn't that the monster from Bird Box? <laughs> hey, spoiler. I don't it is. I, I haven't watched oh, The Quiet Place Part 2. I didn't get to see yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hear no evil, see no evil. Yeah. Uh, the movie where Daredevil would be king. <laughs> uh, and with all that being said, that is officially all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 171. <sighs> I hope everyone had a great holiday and a great new year. Uh, we're going to be kicking off 2019 strong. We're going to love it. And of course, we'd love to know if you love it by going ahead and finding us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play. Did I say that? I don't remember, but we're there too. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice little five-star rating. Tell us you love us. Tell us how good we're doing. Tell us uh, how much you're looking forward to all the wonderful subjects coming up in 2019. We have three Marvel movies coming up this year, guys. Three. I counted them. Woo! And they're within, what, two months of each other? Maybe three? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Thank you, everyone, who stopped by in the chat tonight. We're going to go ahead and just go very quickly in order. We, of course, had Ocon hanging out. We had Boulevard Gaming. Good to see both of you. Rutu, uh, Grim, we, good to see you, my friend. And, of course, we had all of us participating in chat as well. So if, if you were listening to this after the fact on one of those wonderful platforms and you want to take part and be immortalized on the Internet for all of eternity or until, you know, SoundCloud goes away or whatever... Join us on Thursday nights now at a new time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can get up a little less tired for work. We're just really looking out for you. That's that's all we're really doing. We have your best interest in heart. So come on in. It's a great time. And remember, we'll see you next time or we will see you another time. We love you, everybody. Good night. <laughs>